Hello and welcome to another episode of Who the Fuck is Delia, the podcast that uncovers the plight of the creative who might not just yet be so successful that they are having their stuff worn on the catwalk in uh, Milan. Milan or oh, Paris. Paris. You yeah. needed to really think that one through before you said it. I know. I kind of, I got to the catwalk bit and then was like, I, I know nothing about this I don't know where subject. else to go. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, and, and on the way, on, like on the way up to doing it, I was like, I know what I'm doing. Nice. Turns out I don't. Um, but my name's Alex. I'm joined by Michelle. Hi. Mr. George Coleman's here. Yeah, I'm back in the house. <laughs> How's the car doing, mate? It's right. It's outside at the moment. <laughs> it's just, yeah, got you here. Yeah. It's been a while since you've been on the pod, George. I know, I've been busy. Life's, life's getting in the way. This chair is the creakiest thing in the world. Yeah, where have you been? Um, I don't know, ask the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this week we are joined by fabulous... I, would, I just keep saying fabulous. Fabulous. I said it for the first time fabulous. of the week, and now I've, I think I'm just... Fabulous. I think it's a new favourite word. It's the time of year, isn't it? Because Pride was recently, and I was yeah. like, oh, that, was, that was definitely fabulous. fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> um, by Laura Mar, otherwise known as Marmaid. Otherwise known as Lorama. Did I say it right? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> thank you so much. We were just saying that, like, before we started recording, this is the first time we've properly met, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it is. This is the first podcast we've done with someone who we have just met for the first time today. But we feel like we know you because of Instagram. Instagram, yeah, yeah definitely. And because you're part of our like extended family. <laughs> Shall you want to tell? Everyone, how we're all interweaving, how we're all interconnected. So, long story. No, it's not. So, you are Adam's girlfriend, who is the. Is he like mainly the keyboard synth player now for Little Grace? Yes, indeed. And also yeah. vocalist. Mm-hmm. Um, so, if you listen to the, if you listen to the episode, like maybe four or five episodes ago. I don't yeah, know what it was, but anyway, it's Little Grace. So go back, get some context, and then you'll know you'll know what's going on. So yeah, we kind of met through those kind of channels, and Adam walked in one day, and I was like, "What are you wearing?" <laughs> and he was like, "Oh yeah, I got this, this t-shirt my girlfriend makes." And I was like, "Okay, you need to tell me everything about that right now, please, because I want one." Yeah. <laughs> and ever since then, I feel like you've just popped up everywhere. Wow. Like loads of art, like yeah. loads of artists in our kind of kind of closer group just seem to have them on and I seem to see pictures from their gigs and they're wearing them and I'm like damn it I feel so left out <laughs> yeah I feel like we're fangirling a little bit like we've got to get her on the podcast yeah absolutely Aww. yeah oh thank you thanks so much so how would you how would you describe what you do because you're the first person in the fashion world that we've had on the podcast. Okay. Probably the first person in the fashion world that I've ever met. Like, it's no. just totally removed from me. It's always a first-time fair. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, I, I just, um, I'm a fashion designer. And, yeah, I'm half Spanish, half Scouse. Yeah. So, 50-50. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, basically that. Um, and I've got a brand now. It's called Marmaid. Yes. Cool. How long have you been doing Marmaid as, um, as a brand? It's only been almost a year now. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I um, finished uni mm-hmm. and I got selected to go to London Fashion Week. Nice. Yeah, which was a pretty cool experience. I could have said, said London at you the start. You could have said London too. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking lived there and I had no idea. That. <laughs> anyway, sorry, go on. And it was quite fun because you get, you get to meet so many different people and yeah. different mm. ideas and it's crazy it's 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 definitely a, a an experience that 
will go with me forever and I'm just trying to do a ready to wear brand which is like all handmade clothes and yeah just I um, love that yeah. sort of um limited fashion yeah now that's yeah. what I like about it because this it like I'm starting to get onto brands at the moment that they don't have loads of designs but the designs they do have are like so well made and so specific mm-hmm. and it like I I don't know it kind of puts this minimalist vibe on everything which I think is just a way forward mm-hmm. and I feel like we should be wearing that way more yeah. And being what? like more conscious of, be, of being minimal so that you can use different pieces from different places and make loads of different outfits with them. What's really cool about it is that it creates this thing of being like, um, okay. So for example, I think uh, Ben was wearing one of your tops mm-hmm. and we were all like, that looks sick. Where, where how can, how do I get that? And he was, he was like, you can't, they don't, she doesn't do them anymore. And I was like, oh shit and that and then that made me want it so much more and be so jealous about the fact that i couldn't like literally couldn't get this thing Mm -hmm. is that something you've done to to make people have that reaction have i just fallen into your trap probably yeah yeah. um i think the beauty within fashion is that we all create our own language so i've got this little theory about fashion which is like um fashion is the most spoken language on the planet okay and it's probably the oldest um going down to like the prehistoric times you know the first contact you make with someone is visually so you're already you're already speaking with this person a language yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so you don't even have to open your mouth and you already know who you're going to deal with which is quite interesting and i think fashion um the the more individual you are um, and the more individual and limited clothes you do, it becomes more special. Mm. So people are starting to buy more into like the, the the very more conscious when they go to buy products. Everyone's like bored of the mass um, buying, you know, Primark and yeah. H and M, and everyone wants to be more unique mm-hmm. because we we live in a world now where like everything's so accessible. And, yeah, and I think. Um, yeah, it's just um, I like to create that. Um, I think I like to make people feel unique. Yeah, and that's the whole point of this brand. Right. So I do limited runs, and yeah, just to create individuality and that's cool. That's nice. Uniqueness. I like that. See, I was talking about this to Alex on the way up because I like I'm not the fashion world is like something that is on kind of like just my periphery, and it's like there, and I probably pay as much attention to it as like you know your average mm-hmm. your average person your average girl let's say because they yeah. pay a lot more attention and for some reason there's these like small brands who are like just a very like a lot more conscious about the way that they're making clothes and what they're making and there's these like as so I say there's these small brands who are like making it into my vision mm-hmm. so much so that whenever they drop a new thing, I'm like excited about that product. Mm -hmm. And I'm not like that with anything really. And I'm not a big fashion person. And I have lots of friends who are like in the fashion world and they like follow everything. And like, there's a a friend of ours who is, she's a designer as well. And she like makes a lot of her clothes and things like that. And she also studied fashion in London. And I look at her and I'm like, oh wow, you're like in the fashion world, you know what's going on. Mm -hmm. So it makes sense for her that when when you know when a big designer drops something she's like oh my god okay we need to go down to here because they've just dropped this range and I'm like okay that means nothing to me 
So that can happen, you know, with huge artists, but then these tiny little brands are somehow making it into my field of vision. And I'm like, how is that? Like, how are you cutting through to me? Who is just someone who's like, yeah, can either, you know, give or take it like you and Lucy and Yak, people like that, who are managing to, I don't know, cut through the noise a little bit. And I like that. It's yeah, good. It's it's probably is it like maybe it's like the music industry, you know? Like you've got this whole like I was saying a while ago, you have like a subculture of people below what? Them birds. I thought it was like it's so loud, I thought it was someone's phone. Is it like the morning already? Yeah. We've been down in this <laughs> basement studio for so long that we yeah. didn't realise. Um but yeah, you have this like subculture of musicians and bands, don't you, that mm. people are into that people haven't heard of, that that normal people haven't heard of, but you're like, Oh, you should check out this band. And then you check them out and they've got thousands of followers. And you're like, how have I never heard of this? Yeah. I mean, is it the same? Maybe it's the same in the fashion world. I don't know. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. yeah. You have designers like yourself and you're like, oh, I've never heard of them. And then you go and check them out and they have got this whole following. And Yeah, what I find interesting is followers, you know. Um, there's a lot of people that have got like thousands of followers and are they doing sales though you know this is the importance of things like, right so, it, so are they turning those is that like following turning in, into sales in, yeah 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 so it's difficult because a lot of people are like well you don't really have many followers but every range I put out I sell you know yeah. so to me it's not really a big deal this whole following thing yeah it's more um reaching out to people and creating awareness of individuality and yeah that's so cool. yeah it's good to have like a uh what's the like a manifesto yeah like a like a, a principle yeah. rather than just like oh, i'm just gonna make some t-shirts and hopefully like they'll sell <laughs> yeah well that's what that's what jay said to us jay, jay gotcha so if you listen oh, yeah, to yeah, episode yeah. like four or five of the podcast that's uh, why he always says man. to us where he's like your it doesn't necessarily matter like because it was he he helps us manage our social media now yeah. and he's like guys you need to not stress about how many followers you've got you need to make sure that every, like you know all of your followers you know what type of people they are you know that they're engaging with you and they're you know they want to share your stuff and they want to keep your brand going because they're the people who are important not the people who've just clicked a like button and they're just there for definitely to look at something i'm, I'm assuming it's the same with music as well yeah you want people to listen to the music and appreciate it yeah. and live it, you know. Like, mm. it, yeah. it is, probably. But I don't know, there's something about the fashion world to me that makes it seem so much more scary. Like I was saying to Alex in the car, it's one thing. Like, I mean, it's, 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 it's probably not to you because you're in it. But to me, the idea of setting up like a fashion brand sounds terrifying. It sounds as terrifying as trying to be an actor, which I think is impossible. Mm. So, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. like, to, to set up your own brand from like grassroots and try and, you know, build that up. It, it, to me, that just seems like an, an impossible task. Yeah, yeah. So, like... To tell you a bit of my story, I, yeah. I started a little brand in, in Spain and it went, it was okay, yeah. you know, but I got a bit freaked out because I was young mm. and I was like, oh, maybe I should study. So I came over here, um, did the degree and yeah, I, I feel like now I've got the confidence, you know, confidence to, to, to start a brand and mm -hmm. it, it depends like how, what, like where you're at in life. So it's like music, really, you know, yeah. if you haven't got um, the help as well. I'm working now with the um, Organization of Women at yeah. Liverpool. 
and they just literally have been helping me how to sort out finances um i've got a lawyer now oh wow yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, because i know it does make you feel so much more legitimate yeah 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 yeah. it's crazy and yeah because i've been selling in crazy places i would never thought in a thousand years i would um I would sell, you know, like South Korea, you know. Wow. Yeah, cool. uh, it does actually look like very Korean. Mm-hmm. If you look at the way you take, like your advertising, the way you take your photos and things like that, it reminded me straight away of like Korean designers. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to go for the med- Mediterranean look, but yeah. um, I don't know. People get it, it, you know. It's... I feel like it's just because you're thinking of like the black and white like this like this the sleekness of it yeah no it's it's more of like the kind of like oversized with like the cargo pants mm-hmm. and that yeah i don't know that just looks very korean to me mm. what <laughs> i like about it is that because you're so close to the family as we always call it yeah it feels like it feels like when when you see ben and adam <clears throat> and t and whoever else wearing one of your uh tops it it makes me feel like I'm not wearing a, like the right uniform. Yeah, it does. You know, like turning up to school and everyone else is, is you've, you've worn your uniform, but it's non-school uniform day. And you're like, oh, oh shit. That's amazing. Messed up. And it feels like I should, like we should all have one. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, oh, we hanging out. We all wearing our mermaid tops. Yeah, okay, let's all do that. <laughs> now, I haven't got one. Oh, well, you can't come to the party then. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. That that makes me feel very special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the, the thing, when you put out a brand, you don't really expect. What I tried to do is not invest as much. And like I just I expected the least, you know, like what could happen really. Yeah. And but it's it's going quite well. Yeah. And touch wood, everything keeps going well. And yeah. so yeah, I'm, I'm quite so you, happy. So you studied in Liverpool? John Moore's, yeah. And you studied fashion. Mm-hmm. What brought you from Spain to Liverpool? Oof. I don't know really like I was doing I was a fashion stylist in Spain mm. I was like working part-time jobs and I was also doing booking for a model agency um I got published in Vogue Italy styling and amazing yeah 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 so I was always sort of in that interest of like fashion and my mom sews a lot so she showed me a bit um of the basics you know yeah and i started a little brand there and i was doing like kimonos and like oh, cool. st- streetwear and mm-hmm. sort of things and um one day i was bored at home and i was like you know what i think i'm gonna just send my pro like my portfolio to john moore's mm. see if they accept me really i was just you know in my apartment, just <laughs> late at night, you know, <laughs> chilling, add a glass of wine. <laughs> I was like, come on. So I sent it and I even forgot about it. And then a few weeks after um, all this happened, I got a text, well, a text um, email saying that I'd been accepted. Amazing. Which, yeah. And I was like, this is a sign. Did you forget that you'd even sent it and been yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. the hell are they talking about? Yeah. I mean, like, hi, sorry, I've got an email from you here. <laughs> I think you accepted. might have sent it to the wrong person. Yeah, no, because I've never been really like good in school and things like this. I've mm. been a disaster, like writing. <laughs> like, you know, I, I, I've got to be honest, like I've never really been the intelligent one in, I've in school. Disaster, you know? yeah, I've been a disaster. Let's, let's be real, you know. But um, I don't know, I... I Fashion's always been something that's sort of 
caught my attention. Yeah. And I think also because my dad was involved a bit with politics and I always thought of um, the, the way he impacted some people with, you know, it, it also sort of opened my um, state of mind, you know, mm-hmm. um, how like someone can help so many people and yeah creating a movement for the better you know yeah. and I, i've always want obviously politics is not really a thing that i would go into because it's so corrupt right now <laughs> and um but i'm i'm really interested in the social part of it and yeah. maybe like this whole instagram's got everyone wanting to be kim kardashian and like mm. everyone's got like this I I identity <laughs> you know <laughs> Well, I don't blame you. She's cool. She's an icon. <laughs> she is an icon. But um, I think people should start being their own selves, you know, and yeah. like, find their own identity. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's uh, a f- there's a fine line there where like women are literally they just look like Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Right? And like all these people and yeah. So it's sort of because one of the reasons one of the like the collection that I did for london well graduate fashion week um was inspired by this woman and she was called george sand and she was um she was the first female uh, novelist in in france in the 19th century and she was known also because she was a lover of chopin chopin is oh yeah yeah and because in the 19th century everything was so taboo um she was um she disguised herself with male clothes mm-hmm. and she'd go with like a tailored suit a top hat and like I a think pipe I've heard of this lady yeah that probably rings a bell. probably yeah because i wanted to get inspired by a woman that wasn't like frida gallo mm. or like coco chanel everyone's done there you know like mm-hmm. being there bought the t-shirt sort of thing <laughs> everyone's <laughs> inspired by this yeah this sort of these these women but i, w- I wanted to find someone who was um close to male and mm. female and in a century that was like everything was taboo yeah and i found her very interesting because she was she just she was a revolution you know and she she started a new movement for she opened so many doors for women and i i, I just found it very interesting to be inspired by this woman and i feel like she has inspired me to yeah. be a better version of myself and you know she was she was unique an icon to me that's know? really nice yeah. and she cool. inspired so have i have we seen this collection or is this something that yes. you did specifically yeah for this was my my last collection oh was yeah. it oh is this okay so the top that i really really liked and i was devastated that i missed out on was the one with like a top hat and then there's writing down the side of it yeah is that based on her as well george sand yeah yeah, yeah. <gasps> Yeah, and she she didn't really believe in like the word feminist and mm-hmm. things like this. She she really wanted equality, like yeah. really, because she struggled so much, and like how men, even till this day, they they all swear by this whole whole virgin dichotomy, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it it's we need to keep. Um, educating men and women because even women have have fallen into this dichotomy and i feel like we should create more education Mm -hmm. on how to balance it out and like you know yeah that's really cool yeah Yeah. i mean but that seems to be like a nightmare of what people Mm -hmm. are trying (sighs) 
<laughs> seems to be like a nightmare of what people are trying to figure out at the moment because that the idea of bringing that into schools is such a minefield with parents and like trying to educate their kids on whether we should bring in you know transgender education into schools and things like that and obviously there's loads of parents who are like no never do that and there's loads of parents who are like fuck it why not um but I mean I'd agree I, I I agree that we should it should start from a grassroots level where you, if you start teaching younger kids about it being normal then it will you know it will eventually become normality in society well yeah in general. I mean, school, like I suppose in a school you like schools aren't doing it aren't, aren't giving people like cultural uh education mm-hmm. you get like you get your you know your, your academic stuff and they attempt to do some cultural stuff but it's never going to be good yeah. is it you, and you, even just by the like the, the de- by definition it's not going to be good you can't teach that stuff in a classroom so then it's it is down to people who are doing things like like what you're doing or, or like what anyone who's trying to do something different mm. um or have a, or has a message what, whatever they're doing because they are culture so you are learning from the culture about which you are learning. So it's not just sit down, this happened, this is how the world works, because that's not it. You can take a bit from this culture over there here and a bit of that culture over there. Maybe those two don't speak to each other very much, but then I'm going to mash them together for my own thing. Yeah. And you, you, it has to come from... I was going to say it has to come from creative endeavors, but it doesn't have to come from creative endeavors. It's just that that's probably the stuff that locks in with people the the most, right? Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's where it starts to grow. Because, it's most exciting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it starts to grow from those places because I don't know. I feel like culture exists more in like the creative life than it does anywhere else because there just seems to be more of like a, a cross contamination between people from everywhere when you come to like creative circles yeah 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 definitely. whereas you know when you start to step outside of those circles you start getting brexit no 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 brexit that, is so confusing yeah right i mean they don't even know what they're up to you know you're not being so. con- you're not like fancied making a brexit themed t-shirt <laughs> maybe in the future when things you know i, I feel like everyone's so lost right now oh it? big time you know yeah. i think you should make a t-shirt that says fuck brexit question mark and then yeah. people will be like uh, i don't i really don't know about this yeah no, 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 no. i listened to i was listening to like something today which like put it in put brexit kind of in like such a good perspective for me where it was like europe despite it being and despite it now being the place where like everybody goes to just travel and get pissed yeah. it was actually one of like the more dangerous places in the world because it was such a cultural melting pot mm-hmm. that there was too many people wanting power mm-hmm. and like they put it in such a plain way of being like the the jewish community found out how how bad that that you know like how dangerous europe could get mm-hmm. and now and that, and that that is the only thing that everybody be them you know lefties right wingers be them no matter what everybody agrees with what happened with the jewish community you know everybody is like that's awful and that should never historically happen ever ever again Mm. and that was the thing that sparked the european union so now for us like (laughs) now the, the the only thing that we agree on is the thing that we're actually like ripping apart now mm-hmm. and it's like oh when you are kind of put it in plain words like that mm. you you kind of see how stupid the whole thing is yeah anyway that 
Nice. Thanks. Not, he not, always shuts me down like this, you know. We're not sticking on Brexit. Talking about equality. We've done a pretty good job of not speaking about anything we like that. We haven't, but you know, you know, we were... We, all right, yeah. I, I agree with you. <laughs> totally agree with you. All right, well, can I... Um, can I, I want to some... go. Oh, okay. No, go on. No, go on. No, go on. I want to talk about trends. Because I was thinking about this. With music, you have this thing where it's like... Um, Oh, that band is so now, you know, mm-hmm. uh, that make, that's so 2019. I can see why it's trendy. And then obviously it's a fad and it vanishes. Mm-hmm. But that is a term saying that a band is, a, is, is just a trend. That is yeah. a term that has come from the fashion world because mm-hmm. trends exist in, you know, primarily in fashion. And, and, and I think we're all of the same of the ilk that as, as a band, you just stick to what you do, whether it's trendy or not. If you don't get picked up, well, that's tough shit for you. But at least you're doing what you're doing. With fashion being something that you know is trend based, yeah. what, what do you do in the fashion world? What's or what would not necessarily what would? I'm, I'm trying to think musically. Yeah. People <clears throat> who did something they could probably. I mean, look at Chance the Rapper. You know, mm. he was he thought. I remember I used to listen to a track of him and he wasn't even famous. He had a track called Hey Ma or mm. something like this and mm-hmm. no one knew him. Yeah. Like, no one knew this guy. Like around the Acid Jazz album. Yeah, Acid yeah, Jazz, yeah. Acid Rap. I think it was earlier on on the SoundCloud oh, bef- and things that, like yeah. this. Yes, cause I, I love music. Like music has got so much to do with with what I do. And um, I feel like trends um, are just a thing that sort of this is my this is my theory, right? I don't believe, do not believe in the hype because <laughs> people that are on trends, they literally, I feel like they don't really have identity because they they try to impersonate these people that they see online, these trends. But who are you really? You know, inside, mm. do you do you feel? what you're buying you know do do you feel a connection with with the clothes that you're buying Mm -hmm. you know because some people as i say like these women that (laughs) women and men that they want to look like a a particular person or something i don't know it's like people that wear palace and and don't skateboard you know right yeah you you're just buying it because you want to be a a certain person but in reality are you are you that person you know what's weird is like there's some people that i know that when i was about 14 and had a big emo fringe they were the same as me Mm -hmm. and they but but they would go like that extra step so Mm -hmm. like i got my ears pierced when i was 16 and with with the intent of stretching them and they never did because as soon as i put in these like studs they just looked how i wanted them to look so i was like well me whereas you get these other people hey still have them yeah still got them in now so like they look fine i'm not gonna bother stretching them but then there were other people who would be like i'm really invested in this emo thing that's going on and i'm stretching my ears and i'm sure you had mates like that yeah and and they were like you know so big that you couldn't go back they're like oh if you go over 10 10 millimeters you can't go back or whatever it was (laughs) and it was like right well don't do that then but (laughs) Then, like now, <laughs> they've got like then now they've got like top knots or geek glasses or oh yeah 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 and you yeah. kind of like 
you were super invested in that thing mm-hmm. and then now you're super that thing and i know it's maybe it's cool and it's nice to be able to change like that but i always still associate as the emo kid i feel like i'm just a grown-up version of that mm. whereas do these people is that I don't know. Do they do they identify? Because I found I thought that was my identity, and I've just grown okay. up from that. Do you know what I mean? I think I know maybe what you were going through. <coughs> I think it's it's just like everything. It's growing up. It's emo- yeah. it's um in emotional intelligence, you know, and also um fashion intelligence, you know. Um, when you're young, you you're testing the waters with everything, mm. not only with clothes, like with relationships, with friendships, and mm. how to treat your family and like where you're at and in life. And although we never sort of know, the more you grow, the more you get to know yourself and things that you like and leave mm. behind. And I yeah. think trends also represent where you're at in life. You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And. I feel like if you're really drawn by a trend, it's because maybe you're a bit lost. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, or there's a lot of stuff that comes around again, I suppose, as well. Lost, but at the minute that you're stuck in this trend, you're probably thinking, no, this is me. This yeah, is yeah, me. Yeah. This is fully me, you know. Mm. But it's it's like, I feel like life is like a story, you know. You have to edit, correct, yeah. erase, and edit again until... You get it right, you know. See, I'd I'd agree with that, and I like that because I I've definitely grown out of that place where I'm like, I I don't know I I don't know what I've been, and I've just tried out everything. Yeah, (laughs) and like I've gone through so many phases, and some of them were triggered by trends, some of them were not triggered by trends, some of them were just triggered by like music I was listening to at the time, or a film that I've watched, or anything. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and I was like, I'm gonna do that for a year, or I'm gonna do that for a week, or you know, just try different things. I suppose I come at it from the point of view that I'm someone who gets invested into something. Yeah, you are. So when I'm into it, I'm really into it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that was one of the things, maybe it's because I was a teenager at the time, so it was like a really important time of your life when you're developing, but I got really into it. But even I didn't go so into it that I was like doing the stretches and things like that. And and I'm I'm a lot more considered about things. Like I I really, really take my time to make my mind up on something. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I see these, and maybe I'd be less skeptical of these people and maybe maybe it's really exciting because what you just said sounds amazing, being able mm-hmm. to go back and edit and change and try all these different identities. But maybe because I have that outlook of really investing and then these people just seem to be changing their identity to whatever's the trendy one at the time rather than, oh, you know, I used to be a metal metalhead emo kid, but now I'm really into fishing. And it's like, no, you've gone from being the metalhead emo kid to being whatever the trendiest next thing, thing is. is. I'm a bit skeptical about it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of don't feel like they're... And maybe it's just m- me being biased to these particular people that I'm thinking of. <laughs> but I, I kind of don't buy the fact that they're experimenting. I kind of feel like they're just going with whatever is cool. Yeah. And yeah. I think and a lot but maybe of people, that's okay. I don't yeah. know. No, I think a lot of people are a little, maybe a bit lazy or maybe yeah. they don't have their education also all the access to certain yeah. things and if demographically also it, it influences the age demographics gender like where you're at is, is there any urban tribes there is that you know and a lot of people this whole bullying thing as well you mm. know kids i realize in ki- it, like kids in liverpool they all wear like north face oh yeah 
It's yeah. so yeah. weird. One tens, no? Yeah. Oh my god. One tens <laughs> are yeah. the biggest thing. Yeah. Mom, no. And mom, one tens are trainers. Yeah, and they yeah. walk around with their hands down the trousers, and it makes me cringe. It's so awful, much. isn't it? Yeah, and it. I, I know they think they look gangster, no. but they just look like trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and I feel so bad. But like these trends, I think it's more of um social acceptance in that yeah. time. Yeah. But I, I think it, it doesn't last long in life it's, if it's real, you know. If, yeah. If a kid then the, grows I, out of it. Some men don't grow out of it. And yeah. you can see some, yeah. some men but, uh, or women, you know. Yeah. I mean, I suppose, also. but like you would still identify as the same. I know, obviously, it's, we're not the same as the gangsters. But you would no, still identify as the same thing that I identify I am. as, right? I don't know what you're saying. You still look at yourself as the, the guy who's into rock music with the, you know, that kind of fashion I suppose, whatever it is. Um, I don't know, I was a bit of a weird one at school, though, because I played football. Yeah, well, so did so I, but I still had the... F- I was always had friends that were a bit more trendy, like, in the, in the like, sort of preppy like, general sense. Right, like, okay, chinos. Yeah, I'd wear tracksuits when I was younger. Right, okay. And then oh, again, okay, everyone, yeah. if you did But where we grew up, though, suits, where we grew up, if you didn't really wear a tracksuit, you, you were definitely like a grunger when you were like... <laughs> Your voice is fucked, mate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you're wondering why George has been a little quiet on this podcast, <laughs> that's why it's <laughs> absolutely fucked. fucked. I'll see what I can do in the post. <laughs> see what Pip, I can sort Like out. one of those... You can like edit it so I like sound like a woman or something. Yeah, yeah. I can make you sound like a David Guetta song and just be like, woof, woof, woof. I just picked a random DJ I mean, then, I don't know. I know, I identify like, yes. Yeah. I don't feel like I've changed much. Yeah, like, and I don't I'm still feel like, like wearing tees and, you know, yeah. I've obviously gone for the... The chino is, today. You've, you've upgraded to a chino, now you're in your <laughs> mid to late chinos, 20s. It's just like... Oh. I call them pants, don't I? I don't know why I refer to them as pants. <laughs> I call them trousers. pants. Yeah, well, that's a just bad smart. one. Laura, do you call trousers pants or trousers? Trousers. Mm. Yeah. What do you call no. what do you call boxies? Boxies. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like the men's yeah. bo- uh, boxes. Yeah. What about boxes? what about just pants? If someone said to you, um um this is a nice pair of pants, what yeah. would you think they were? Yeah, just trousers. You would think they're trousers. Yeah. Alex you, thinks <coughs> that boxes are pants. Pants are pants. No, no, your trousers. I know, and I agree. I agree with you. Like I totally in the bar. It depends. Pants go underneath, don't they? Since I stopped wearing jeans, I just I fucking just call them pants. I don't know why. <laughs> Got my pants on. Yeah, I don't know why I've become so. Like, Come on, dude, put on some pants. And whenever I heard that, I always used to think that the guy literally had no. Had, oh had my his god! Cock out. Okay. But <laughs> saying that, I've got some fancy trousers in the car. Oh, right, okay. I'll put some other suit pants. pants. You suit wanna, pants, suit trousers. I'll wear, I'll wear, I'll go get them out in a bit, but I've got Is this a hot debate in the fashion world? Well, pants, pants or, or trousers? trousers. <laughs> you call them pants or trousers? It, no. Every no. Country, <laughs> short every, Yeah, no, everyone's got their own lingo, you know. Well, yeah, I don't know. Well, I definitely relate, like you were saying before, I definitely relate to being alternative. I think I've always been alternative. Right. Going back to, like, Scouse... Um, like boys wearing North Face trackies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. First of all, I've got like loads of cousins who are totally bought into these brands at the moment that they're selling in Drome. I mean, it and looks spending, cool, like, you know. But they're spending like <laughs> no, five hundred. It, it doesn't. I guess. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. They're spending like five hundred pounds. You don't have to be polite here, by don't. the way. I know it's your first time it's, meeting us, but you can awful. just lay into her. 
I know. It's, it's I, have, I, I have cousins as well that wear North Face. My cousin, on. my cousin had this. It, my cousin had this T-shirt on, and it had like a Rottweiler. It, it had like a Rottweiler on the front of it, oh, and no, it was from no. Drome, and it was like five hundred pounds. <gasps> Wasn't and that was the like, one with who was doing that? It was like oh. it had like the diamond, not diamonds. Yeah. What do you call them? Yeah, like Diamantes. Diamantes, that's yeah. what they call It was the worst. So that's that's <laughs> it was dreadful. That 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 becomes a problem in like these little like tiny cultures because in Liverpool oh now all of like the young lads going to school are like competing against them the, each other on the trend to the point where they're spending five hundred pounds on a t shirt. The thing is, it wasn't five hundred pounds. It was it was like three fifty. Oh. The thing is, because if you say five hundred pounds, well it be. sounds so ridiculous that you're like, I oh, can't even compute how much it is. But three fifty is low enough that you go, hang on, it a t-shirt could actually be that, and it was that, mm. and that is fucking stupid. I mean, yeah. those shirts sound like what I like to call the Top Shop shirt. You know what I mean? Just the what white t-shirt and wax hang random on it. Oh right, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you go into Top Shop, like, they're everywhere. So got someone's face on it. But these are like next level ones. Like who's that? Um, a team mentioned it on the podcast a while ago. A designer. He makes trainers. Bill Balenciaga. Balenciaga. Balenciaga, Balenciaga. Yeah. And he, they're fucking well expensive. <laughs> and I had this client in the studio. I work like as a producer. And he came in and he's, this lad is 17. Yeah. And like his mum drops him off at the studio and stuff. Is, and, you know. Yeah. What, he's, he's yeah. not like, you know. <laughs> and he's wearing those trainers. And I was like, and I, you know, they're like 700 pounds. And he's just, and I was like, fucking hell. If I was 17, I'd 700 pounds trainers. They'd be caked in shit after day two <laughs> yeah. at 17. Yeah. But that now they would. They would now. When I was like, when I, I remember being like 13 and saving up all of my pocket, I used to get five pounds a week off my granddad, saved up all of my pocket money and spent like 200 pounds on a Lacoste trackie. You a were Lacoste such a jab, weren't you? <laughs> I had a Lacoste trackie and it was bright blue. It was the worst thing. Go big or go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, at least you I was know. going for it. You well, go big. <laughs> well, K-Swiss trainers are a big thing in Liverpool. Yeah. K-Swiss. Oh, they were massive. Uh, I had a pair of K-Swiss trainers when I was younger. That wasn't yeah, a big deal big. where we were. But um, I want to touch, before we divert too much, I want to touch on your like actual artwork and mm -hmm. where that comes from. Because are you, did you start, have you started, were you an artist at any point or does that just fall into the category of fashion <laughs> design? Like It's quite interesting because I've always paid painted mm. like I always been like I'd be drawing everywhere or painting and yeah I like I've always just did it like on my own like privately you know I never really showed people but I, I've always painted yeah and I thought maybe I should introduce it into my clothing mm -hmm. and maybe in the future I can do more prints and like digital prints yeah. for, for clothing and things like this so yeah I really, I, I mean, I'm inspired by a lot of people in the artsy world, like Basquiat, you know, Matisse, yeah. and like Miro, John Miro, he's, a, he's from where I'm from. <laughs> he's yes. great. Um, and I, I really, I don't know, I get a lot of influence, like Mediterranean um, or artists that mm -hmm. probably no one knows. Um, <laughs> That's how we like yeah. it on this show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. I think because I come from an island, there's so much um, free time, you know? Yeah, yeah. So you've got to... The home of craft. Yeah, and everyone's so creative. And, Hone. Yeah. Home. Hone. Hone. Yeah. No Hone. one, No one would have noticed. <laughs> you do that all the time. I know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, there's got a lot of time on an island to home yeah. a craft. 
Oh. And like my uncle does some um, sculptures, like clay sculptures. Oh, wow. And I, I used to go and see him when I was a kid. And I always felt like, wow, I, I love like what he's doing. And yeah. he seems so happy in his own little world. That's and, cool. Yeah, my uncle Tony, yeah, he's, he's amazing. <laughs> that's, such a, yeah. that's such a great place to get to. Mm. Um, I feel like I've always struggling to get to that place where <clears throat> I would not have any sort of um because you know you were saying about starting up the company and having no expectations Mm -hmm. i'd love to get to a place where i had no expectations and was just doing it because that's what i do and just being content with that and in a way on some days i look at that and go oh i'd love to be like that and on other days i look at that and go oh that's really boring who wants to be content but i would like like there's a film director i really like called david lynch and i watched a documentary about him wow. and he's yeah. just like chilling in his art studio obviously he's super successful but yeah. let's pretend that he's not and let's just pretend that he's just like an artist in a garage which is kind of his mindset which is why it's so uh inspiring that he's just like i'm when i'm painting i'm just painting and i don't think about what the painting is for yeah. and then i get it and i look at it for a while and he's like smoking a cigarette the whole time mm-hmm. just being cool yeah and yeah. and he just looks content it kind of looks like it doesn't matter that i'm david lynch i'm just a guy who's happy doing the art yeah Yeah. that sounds like such a great place to get to and it's also i don't know there's something endearing about it in the sense that it's very rare that you meet someone who's like so so like figured out in their own mind and so okay with their own convictions and so happy with just experimenting and making things and then being and then having the confidence to be like this is me and this is my thing and this is what I do this is interesting and you really like sh- that really shines through in you and it's it makes me slightly nervous oh why <laughs> no 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 we were saying this the other I day you were gonna be like I'm... oh it makes me so happy and appreciative and makes me warm inside and you're like it makes me nervous no it's there why you know, does we... it make you nervous <laughs> we were talking about this the other day on the podcast with another friend of ours who who is the same in a way and mm-hmm. they're um it's like when you meet someone who's just like they just seem like they got their shit together wow. it's like i know i know what i want i know what i like and this is what I do. And it's okay if you don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Yeah, it's, it, obviously it's amazing. But it, it, it is also something that I'm like, oh, I fucking hate you. But I also <laughs> love you. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know what you mean. You, you know what I, I found quite particular of today's society is that like everyone, it's like down to relationships and like friendship relationships and Instagram, you know, like. Mm-hmm everyone has everything so accessible Mm -hmm. everyone's desiring all the time Mm. you know and they never get to love what they have themselves present like in the present time yeah everyone's always like oh my god i'm not doing so well in my relationship i'm just gonna hop on on another person and then you're probably gonna have the same problems you know you need to fix what you have yeah Yeah. and i feel like that's with any kind of relationship down to your own relationship with yourself yeah and like when you start stopping to like desiring as as such you know yeah Mm. you start appreciating what you have and you work with what you've got in your hands yeah Yeah. and i think that's the beauty of everything Mm -hmm. you know and also being alone for a long time also helps to to reconnect and and sort of it shows you who's there and who's not and then you know 
you know, me and myself and now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, once you, I, I guess it's that whole thing of like, once you learn to love yourself, then you can learn to love everything else, right? Yeah, definitely. And also I think yeah. it, it helps you, because one thing I, I think is, I always think that you can tell, it's like the idea of show me the child at seven, I'll show you the man at, you know, yeah. 70 or whatever it is. Yeah. And it's that like thing of, mm. if you if you grow around a good community and around mm-hmm. good people, you have a better sense of who you are as well, or even not a better sense of who you are, but you feel more confident in saying these these are the flaws and that's okay yeah. because you have a community around you who has always just accepted that and helped that grow, mm-hmm. um, which is what I thought you were going to say when you said building relationships. Yeah. No. That probably happens the most in fashion as well because yeah. like two reasons. One, because fashion is always changing. Mm-hmm. And like I know that I there's stuff that I buy and I'm like, oh, I just need a few like extra little black t-shirts and then once i've got that i'm set and then I'll, i won't need any more and then two weeks passes and i'm like Could the one thing i'm missing t-shirts. is is like like trainers actually to go with those. and then you always just and there's always another thing yeah, so course. not only is like the trend constantly changing but your own does that you always want something else you yeah, never yeah. fulfill you're not like oh i've got my wardrobe yeah. that sound i'm just gonna leave that for yeah. the rest of my life that yeah. that never happens and i mean you have to reinvent yourself yeah you know, I because okay. if not you become <clears throat> bored of your own of yourself self, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it can be a, yeah. a big um, yeah know, like a big problem loss well, of identity i suppose the big thing with that as well is that the people so that's what i was going to say as well is that people identify with clothes so much because mm. clothes aren't just oh um you know I, well maybe oh, i mean for some people they are they're just yeah. things that keep you warm yeah. but for a lot of people the clothing is is the identity it's mm. like it's like when you speak. I I know immediately you're from south of England or Ooh. something. No? Controversial. No? Controversial. No. But he always <laughs> does sound like he no, is, but I think. It's, it's information and disinformation at yeah. the same time. I know what you mean, yeah. So you sort of get, you know, you, you sort of get what people are like by like the seams of how they how they wear the clothes you mm. know and i think that's that's the beauty of it you yeah. know and and yeah I, I don't know like obviously speaking you sort of know that i'm not fully from here you know mm-hmm. and it, it's it's getting to know that sort of side of things yeah. and um but yeah i mean if we can just like stop on your accent for a minute because it's the best thing yeah like where, scouse where with from? slight inflections from? oh no not my accent your yours accent. Oh, okay because yeah. it's like scouse with yeah. slight inflections of spanish which no, just sounds amazing yeah. and mom. you just like flip into spanish every now and then i'm like oh yeah it's nice. really cool yeah yeah <laughs> like i i was brought up in in mallorca really and um yeah, so my mum, she's she's been living there pretty much um, since she was like eighteen, mm. and she's made sure like me and my sisters we all have a Scouse accent. You know? <laughs> so she was like, you know, people are like, how 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 can you speak uh, Scouse like when you've been living abroad? And it's like, well, there's no other English people you can really get influenced by, you know? Yeah. Like if I moved to Scotland from here now, I'd probably start speaking, speaking like accent. a Scottish accent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know it. But um, it, it is it is uh, funny. It's <laughs> really what was nice. that Scouse drama? That was like Hollyoaks. Scouse wives. No, Hollyoaks was like no. It was like had Sinbad in it. Sinbad. <gasps> yeah, Haley's dad. Oh, Brookside. Did she have Brookside on all the time? You know, because like people learn English no, 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 from like no, friends, no. and then they end up speaking no. American. 
but I did come a few summers. Like I, I came for a summer. Mm. I came for a summer, um, and I stayed with my nan and granddad, and I got hooked on to Emmerdale. <laughs> I swear on my life, I must have been about ten. Whoa. And they took me to Emmerdale. <laughs> yeah, like you know what? I was buzzing. You know, I was like, yes, we go to the World Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know yeah. Emmerdale. Yeah. Where's that set? Is that set in like Lang- Yorkshire? Is it Yorkshire. Like this. Yeah, it took right. us hours. I was like, sure. <laughs> but at the time, I was amazed because you know, you the, loved Emmerdale. Yeah, yeah. I was like, because I stayed there for like three months, and my granddad. The wool pack. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't kick watch her, get her out, propping him. up the bar. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I you know, the the English culture and, and the television is. Is it's it's strong, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's stupidly strong. That is basically culture in yeah. England. <laughs> it is TV programs. But you you do get addicted to it, you know. If you if you start watching telly with your nan and yeah. your granddad, you know, mm. two or three nights, <laughs> you want to know who's killed Stacy Slater. Oh yes. Oh no, wait, that's Corey. Yeah. No, it's not. He's no, Oh yeah. I haven't watched it since. But, you know. Yeah, right. Honestly, as soon as Adam falls asleep, yeah, you're like Emmerdale on. <laughs> Like, why is it not on Netflix? When are they going to put Emmerdale on Netflix? <laughs> um, shall we move on to the first uh, smeg? Yeah, we should. Yeah. Funny. I'm going to drop in the jingle here. Did you do out by Oasis? Why don't you just go on the Is there any chance you can sound more like you can? What's your plan B? Plan B. Plan B. Oh. You don't know the door. You Right, so this is this. What we're going to talk about now is uh, a segment called "What's Jack going to do when he's finished with the drums?" Mm. Um, a drummer friend of ours went to uni with, and he's a fucking amazing drummer. Mm. And whenever his parents got off the phone with his grandparents, his grandparents would say, "What's Jack going to do when he's finished with the drums?" Because they just didn't understand that Jack's life is drums. That's <laughs> what he does. It's like, when are you going to stop? fucking around with that thing and get a real job so this is funny things that may happen to you in the industry uh little quirks and little like maybe annoyances Mm. um that only you might know because of have i was going to say because of working in the fashion world but also because of having your own brand your own company um but anyone 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 got anything no (laughs) (laughs) is there anything that you've come across yeah yeah definitely like I mean, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like when when you're on your laptop, you know, people are like, "Well, come on, let's just go to blah blah blah." And I'm like, "I've got loads of like, I have so much work." <laughs> like, yeah. oh, just having yeah. your own brand. And people were like, "But well, you're not doing anything." I'm like, "I'm on my laptop," oh, you know. But yeah, it's man. like that means I'm working. Yeah, but they don't understand the depth within what you're doing with your laptop. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I've had to learn everything like down to website down to how to take photos like i've i've literally done everything on my own with the brand photos websites the social media the finances yeah the designs everything and it's hard and now i'm starting to do like the actual collections and it's hard it's Mm. hard because people don't understand it you know it's because because you're there you're accessible, so yeah, they can so contact you whenever. Yeah. It's like WhatsApp and 
Facebook. Yeah. Oh, you're online. Hi. You know. Yeah. Why aren't you speaking mm. to me? And yeah. Then it becomes an argument. You're like, oh, how, how can I explain I'm to waiting. you that I'm working? You know. I have that with with people <clears throat> as well, and they're like, oh, are you finished work? And my my brain goes like, no, I haven't been in work. But then I'm like, but I've been working at home all day on music stuff and producing stuff and, and then I'm like actually I have been at work I have been working that's what I've been doing yeah. Yeah. that's what I've been doing for the past fucking 10 hours or whatever it is that you've been God. doing it but yeah. even I've still got this person who is that annoying person that's having a go like if like, I look at my you've calendar you've got to go out to do work I've got to look at my calendar and someone be like are you free on this day and I'm like um, I've got nothing in so yeah and then I'm like what about all those other things that I need to do in my own time yeah. exactly. and I've just booked myself up yeah. so I've, I think I am that person in my own yeah. life who doesn't get it well you've sparked one th- go on George go on. No, no, go on no go for it I was going to say I've recently no you go I've recently <laughs> turned off read receipts on my phone <laughs> <laughs> Did you get that list? Send an email into dailymusic at gmail.com if you understood, George. <laughs> Go on, no, try like, again. You know, like the read receipts? Yes. Um, I've turned them off. So so if someone, if you've sent a text... I no, can't if, see if you've read it and you can't see if I've read it. Right, okay. I'm just so done with people. Like, wow. Because they're what? They're getting onto you because they're like, you've read it. Why haven't you replied to me? Pharrell? <laughs> really? Pharrell, what's he got to do with this? But I, I read things all of the time and I'm like, that's fine. I've read it. Right now is not the time for me to get back. Yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna get back to you later this evening when I've got more time to reply. And yeah. by that point, you do get the odd message. It was like, oh, yeah, why haven't you replied? So nice. And you're like, give me five minutes. Mm. <laughs> but it is nice though. I'm not like, I find that we're all sort of guilty of doing it, but I find that I don't really... Like, look at my phone that much anymore. To That's be fair, it. when read receipts came in, I was very much in, like, the teenage phase of my life where I was probably with a boyfriend who, uh-huh. if, like, I'd I'd seen something and not replied, it was very much like, why haven't you replied to me? So I've never had read receipts on just since then. Yeah. <laughs> just since then, so I don't know the problem. So oh, quite no. sure. Um, on Tinder now, yeah. you can pay to have the ability to see if someone's read your message. <gasps> that's awful. Know, that's gross. Fucking, but like, and this is what I mean, it's like this playing on this sort of like social anxiety that people just need to be accepted. Yeah, and like charging money me. for it. Fucking please. Like, that's you know, mad. Fucking horrible and suffocating. Oh. no relationship yeah. should be that built on mad. that. Tinder's the worst. I mean, I... No, it's fun, but it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Back on onto the laptop thing when you go, so if you're like working away and people are like, what are you doing on your laptop? And you're like, I'm, I'm working. Like what you're doing is like well, this 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 and this, and then and then you sometimes you have those pe- th- those days where it's like oh we haven't seen each other for a while should we go out and just like work in a coffee shop or something and, but at least I get I'm catching up with my friend but also I'm still getting on with work, and then you get to the coffee shop or wherever it is and because it's, maybe it's not the same with what you do because it was, because what I'm doing is music I stick headphones in I've got a coffee there and laptops there and I, I might as well be you know yeah in a black room with no one else around me yeah. and I'm working away and then it's like oh we're not we're, oh we're not are you um, and I'm and then you got to take your headphones off you're like mm. what sorry mate and then like and you're like oh no, nothing I was just wondering if it, uh, yeah I, I'll just pause it let me just uh. why do you do that then There's because times and I don't times. think about it yeah of course just ignore him. Until now. <laughs> I mean, um, you've sparked something for me. Me? No. Yeah, you're, Laura, yeah. <laughs> it's a, you can't just point. Oh, it's yeah, a podcast, people. <laughs> <laughs> Laura's, Laura's qualm uh, piqued one of mine, which yeah. is 
so you're like constantly on the go now especially being freelance you're never offline you're always like answering stuff or doing stuff yeah so like you'll be with someone and you know they'll get a text <coughs> and answer it and like it's fine you're like that's fine but then you get like a message in it's like an email and you're like okay i'm just, I'm just gonna it's gonna take me a minute to reply to this one mm-hmm. so you're like replying and then someone starts bitching at you and you're like like bitching but at you, what it, do you mean? Like bitching at you, you mean like, oh, stop playing on your phone. I'm like, I'm not playing on my phone. Yeah. I'm sending a very important email that needs to rely into right now. Mm. But also, I'm very aware of the other... Ar- yeah, I'm can't. very aware of the other argument that's like, you shouldn't just always be on your phone replying to shit. That's definitely me. What? That I, I'm the person that she's on about that's like, oh. what the fuck are you doing on your phone? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm replying to an, I'm, I'm but, replying to an email <clears> to the Delia account for both of us to make both of do, our lives better. What you need to do is just get a little red red recording light or email light and just pop it on your head. That's what you should then, do. That's what you should do. No one knows what the world should do. And then when you're doing something important, just, bang, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just pop it on and I'll be like, okay, cool. It's like a little important. sign to be like working. Because as then... much as you are doing the important email, you're also just like mindlessly <laughs> scrolling and you can't multitask. So you mindlessly scrolling is like... Yeah, but I very rarely entire... mindlessly scroll now. The only time I mindlessly scroll is like when I'm in bed. <clears throat> Let's yeah. not do this on the on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyth- anything else? <laughs> I, had, I had one. That you had one. one. <laughs> I'm like a 15-year-old boy. Um, yeah, go on. I was doing this wedding the other day, mm-hmm. and it's happened twice now, like in the last two weeks. Okay. Where someone from the wedding mm-hmm. will come up to you mid-song yeah, and go, oh, the bride doesn't actually like this song, so if you could stop playing <laughs> oh, it. fuck. If you can just stop playing it now, like now, yeah. that'd be great. No. Yeah, we've had that. And Do then you, you look over, and the fucking bride's fucking on the ceiling, like fucking having a great time. You're like, yeah. Fuck you. Go away. We have had that. That's rude, isn't it? It's no, so but rude. Like, ours... just to be like, stop now. Stop now. She don't like it. Like, yeah. <laughs> ours wasn't because the bride didn't like it, though. Ours was no, because it, was. it wasn't. It was because the best is because we were singing Leave Your Hat On and the best man was getting naked. Yes, and the bride didn't like it. Well, yeah, but not that she didn't, not that she didn't like the song. Because if just... the bride was there just going like, you know, waving her Woo! fucking wedding dress around her head and he's doing that, then oh she'd be goodness. fine. But yeah, she wasn't. No, the, the bride best, was mortified. The best man was like, full, I mean, the bride already was like a bit of a bride still. She like hadn't had a drink all night. So she just wants to see that the whole day went absolutely impeccably. But before <laughs> that, the, she, we started playing Leave Your Hat On, which is awful anyway. It was in like a really old band. Yeah. And it was the, cringe. The, the, groom, <clears throat> the groom's brother who was like this fat horrible sweaty man who was wasted just oh started like taking everything off popping the buttons on his shirt and you could see this bride just stood in the corner mortified oh at God. what was happening Poor and the the, the mum who was clearly where the bride had got her personality from came over to the stage and was like doing this like you know like i don't know how you do it on the cut. podcast cut yeah and she was just like stop playing stop playing yeah and, and like, we oh, we did like, we did the band version of you know in like a in like a movie when someone walks into the bar that they shouldn't walk in and then the music's mm. like yeah. yeah it was like, we did the band version of that yeah. as she wow. cut it was like a weird like we didn't yeah. stop Where was we not? no it was like I was cause she so the first time I had in that wedding it was pie that they went up to we was playing uh, Hey Jude okay and she was like and the woman was like Jude but, is the next girlfriend but, yeah, maybe. Yeah. But the thing was with that one, that wasn't too bad because 
she like came over a bit where like we broke it down a bit. Yeah. So you were just like, okay. you just fizzled out. Anyway. So uh, the whole crowd could just hear you came down and you just did the hair come over going, she done lies. Yeah. <laughs> and then, oh, that was it. So we was like, okay, we'll play another one. Started doing the first opening uh, chords of Don't Look Back in Anger. Yeah. Oh. Hang like, on, don't me. you don't you get the what what don't you get don't they get the set list before you mm-hmm. put what yeah. people don't and then, that do and they? then we ended up playing Queens of Stone Age like no one knows which yeah. that was cool and she loves that and she, yeah and then that was it was the last song of the night anyway and then the one that happened this weekend it was it was um fuck what song was it it was like towards the end as well I think it was like Brian Brown Brian brown-eyed girl why was that oh, so who difficult? doesn't like brown-eyed girl I know. that's a nice song what? and and it was like she just came, well she said it to kez first and like kez couldn't like he was going what <laughs> couldn't hear her and then for some reason she decided to come and ask the drummer mm. who got the loudest instrument was but- she blue-eyed no no she won you definitely watched Emma Dale but she came came over and she said it to me she was like oh can you can you stop playing the song because the bride doesn't like it and I looked up looked at the bride and I went she looks like she's having fun she was like no she hates this song and I went all right well I'll think about it. And the bride's there swinging a red and rush yeah. <laughs> And she went, and she went, well, I think you should stop. I let, she I came like, to wow. you, mate, because she knows you're in the driver's seat. Hmm. She's yeah. like, who's got she control? Also, she looked at she Kez also, on bass and was like, he looks like he's in control. Went over there, realized he had no control. There he is. The guy, he's the guy. And that's, that's who can stop this ship. More so like the least polite at Withens as well. She, did, she, she wasn't to know. <laughs> I just can't like, you know, there to do a job. You're getting paid. I don't need more shit off yeah. drunk people. <laughs> Go get the fuck out of my face. Fair. So. Nice. <laughs> any more, any more for any more. Any, any more for any more. <laughs> yeah, anything else in the fashion world no. or in your, in your brand experience? If not, we can move on to the next segment. Sec- bleep, bleep, so, bleep, saucy. There's uh no not really just when people say you should probably be making this or doing that uh, and doing this. Do you get people life who, advice? Do you get people asking for like or recommending like oh you should do tote bags. Yeah. It's weird but, that. Isn't no it? no I get people asking to do all types of clothes, um <coughs> down to like pajamas like what? modern daughter pajamas. What? I know I know what? I know I know. You do live in Liverpool, though. Mother, daughter, pajamas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do people wear the same pajamas? Oh, as you their know parents? what? You should do. Yeah, you should that, do. I can definitely see that being a well scouse thing. Yeah, uh, you know absolutely. I mean? All the family on the Sunday on the madness. on the sofa, matching p- yeah. PJs. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I come from Spain, you know, and yeah. like most of the time it's roasting, so you're not, we wearing, don't you're really not wearing pajamas. <laughs> pajamas are not our thing, you know. <laughs> so got to be some loincloth. I don't know. There's a lot of things that people suggest, and I feel like. Why don't you make your own brand? Yeah, you You can do that. I don't understand. So you also have to understand where they're coming from. (laughs) I guess if you're being if you're being like diplomatic about the whole thing, yeah. But if also if you're not, fuck those guys. (laughs) 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 Um, So for our next uh, segment of the podcast, sorry, segment of the podcast, um, we've changed. I want you to pick who's a fashion designer that (coughs) is is relatively well known. But is a is is a bit of a that no one re- is a bit of a no one likes <clears throat> has a bit of a bad rep. Okay. Um. Or even just one that you're just not a fan of. Oh, that I'm not a fan of. Maybe either or either, either. Well, to be honest, I always like like Margiela and Rick Owens, and Rick I, Owens. I really like that sort of 
yeah, like comes as garçons and I could go on forever. Go on. Let's go Rick Owens. Oh. So this is usually our music review section mm-hmm. called Who the Fuck is Peter Guy? But this week we're going to talk about brands okay, and fashion. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be Who the Fuck is Rick Owens? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And we've been, George, I've been having to sample you into the podcast, dropping your little voice in there. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that, you know, but you the listeners a- think it's live. They think you've just come in for that one bit. But we can talk about music if you want to, you know. We no, can do, no. a, bit, we can do a bit of both. We can yeah. do a bit of both. Let's do a Who the Fuck is Rick Owens and a Who the Fuck is Peter Guy. Well, you could you could do like Who the Fuck is Rick Owens. I don't know. Ask Peter Guy. I don't know. <laughs> Perfect. Right. So, Shell, you know. get it going. Who the Fuck is Rick Owens? Don't know, lad. No, but that, you said you you were meant to say I don't know. Ask Peter Guy. No. Yeah, let's try, let's that, try again. that again. Take let's two. Again. This will right. be seamless. I'm okay. not touching this in the edit, by the way. Who the fuck is Peter Guy? Well, you've done it wrong now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, who the fuck is Rick Owens? Oh, I don't know. Ask Peter Guy. I like, oh, I, I, like the, I like the fact that you your voice is already you just if putting I on just, a voice. If I just really try hard not to. <laughs> Fuck. So, let's, blah, blah, blah. let's do a bit of both. Let's do a brand that people should te- check out that people may not know about. And let's do some music that we've been listening to this week. Okay. Let's go one each so that we're not, overbear- not being overbearing. Who wants to go first? Because... I don't know where my phone is and I have no idea what music I've been listening to. So. I'll, I'll go first, but I'm going to do two brands instead. <coughs> okay, no music. Yeah. Okay. Is that all right? You, okay, cool. You know, whatever. I'm going to, um, firstly, I'm going to I'm gonna tell everybody to check out Aesthetic Laundry because one, we're probably going to have it on the show sometime pretty soon and two, it's amazing stuff. So we met her at a festival for BBC Introducing and she was like everybody else there was all like cool musicians and like no one's talking to each other and you know we're all too cool for school and then she was in the corner she had this stall in the corner and it was full of glitter and colours and yeah, rainbows like and a, she was just like, like a bouncing. unicorn had just like thrown up yeah. a rainbow nice. and she was just like bouncing around the place like hi everybody come and dry my clothes and I was oh, like wow. this is the best person in the world and she basically makes these so she 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 really prides herself on like the cut of her clothes and yeah. there's like a big backstory as to why she does that <clears throat> um but she likes to make um I think by the way she describes it and she'll probably correct this but it's like flattering cuts that are still oversized so instead of it just being like oversized and hangy like her jumpers are stitched at the back in a way so that they kind of go out like parachute and it's really even though that sounds like it makes no sense when you put it on it it really makes a lot of sense I get it I get it and then and then basically what she does with these beautiful cuts is she just attaches these multicolored huge tassels to like the arms and stuff mm. nice. and like all over them and they're the best like a cowboy no, they're pretty yeah it is kind a bit like of, that. but they're made out of like felt or something like 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 it's a not. sweater material yeah not felt it's but like a sweater right material vibe, you've got the right yeah vibe. you've got that kind of thing so yeah first of all give an air a shout because she it's will be on the show soon aesthetic laundry aesthetic laundry yeah Go on. and the second one is just the don't, faves in it don't do it I'm gonna do it. Ah, uh, I haven't got one then. You do you? I, I yeah. No, go on, do it. It's fine. Okay, so I'm gonna <clears throat> say Lucignac because they're just yeah. I'd live in Lucignac if I could if I could afford it. 
But Lucy and Yak are, it was started out by a girl who decided, no, fuck this, I'm done with my job. And she went and travelled around Australia in the back of, in, in a camper van. And the way she made a living was apparently by selling dungarees out of a camper van. And her camper van was called Yak. So then she created, and then she just built the brand around it. That's so amazing. she, and she's obviously very like conscious about where she gets all the materials from. And I mean, from that, the, the brand is huge now. But it's all like, you know, great colours and again, great cuts mm-hmm. and very, um, it's that kind of thing of like, if that one sells out, that's it, you're not getting it again. Yeah. And these are, the, these are the kind of brands where I was like, they're the kind of brands who are making it into my world at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how the hell have you like cut into my world to the point where I follow you every day to see what is coming out? Because when something comes out, I'm like, I'm going to get that. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. So um, yeah, they're they're like big on my list at the moment. Who wants to go next? I'll go. Go for it. Music idols. Oh, okay. Fucking really into them at the moment. <clears throat> uh, got a tune called Samaritans, which is pretty good. Cool. And is that that's a new release? Yeah, it's on the latest album, which I think is relatively new. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But, um, yeah. Quite enjoying that. It's quite ballsy. And if there was a brand. Um, Ruby Up, okay, which is like a friend of mine, like just makes his own clothes. Sick, so Ruby Yacht, Ruby Yacht, Y O T. No, it's like, well, is it like a yacht? It's Ruby. I don't know actually how you pronounce it. It's spelled Y A. We'll put it. I'll, we'll put it on the notes. Yeah, it's is it like Y A C H T? Yeah, yeah. Is that yacht. who you like got your yacht. yellow jumper from? No, that's oh. primitive. I believe they're called. Oh. It's like a skate brand. I, I like just wear it. skate clothes, don't I really? I like your yellow jumper. Yeah, it's, he's a good, he's mm. a good lad. But Ruby Yacht, Ruby Yacht, yeah, because he's like that's the name of like his record label. Okay, but like he makes all his own clothes and stuff like that. Sick. He doesn't really. He's like the way to battle capitalism is like <laughs> make your own shit. Right. So, so like, he's wearing those like Vietnam stuff. Yeah, like no, no, <laughs> just fucking, no. He's like he had this like really cool like. Uh, what would you call them? Like you know, like what you wear, like jump shoot. Yeah, sort of like that. But he made his own one of them. Cool. And they had like put some like poetry on the back. Oh, I've seen this. I think. I may have showed you a picture. Yeah, like, I think yeah. I have seen this. But it's cool stuff, though. You've yeah. got a similar design, haven't you? A jumpsuit. If you got a jumpsuit with like I've writing on the back of it, boiler suit. Yeah, yeah. boiler suit. Sorry, with yeah. a quote. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you can like. I don't know if the website. I'm trying to look it up on the internet slow. If you can buy anything, but it's something that they are looking into because they've just started this new thing called Soul Folks as well. Okay. And it's just like a collaboration of loads of different artists. Sick. So they did like this. They've got like, they got a record shop now in like where they're from in Maine. Yeah. And like they just put on like an all day come like make music. Yeah. Like it was just, it was just like a really cool thing. Sounds so, sick. Yeah, it was really cool. Wicked. But, I'd say that. Just shout out to help people. Awesome. So, yeah. um, how about you, Laura? Oof. Any brands or what have you been listening to? To be honest, I've I always listened to a lot of SoundCloud things, you know, like instrumental things. Really? But, um, oh, wow. Yeah, because I used to um, DJ. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so I'm into like Jay Dilla and like beats and things cool. like this. Cool. Um, <laughs> That's cool. But I'm... Um, brands that i'm uh, inspired by um these earrings that i'm wearing now yeah uh, from one of my friends in she's living in barcelona now amanda and she's got a brand called holy recycle okay and she recycles holy 
stuff. Oh, wow. And then she converts it into jewellery, which is quite cool. Okay, so I'm yeah. going to be getting the Instagram of that yes. off, the, off you after this she's podcast. She's been on Vogue and everything. Oh, amazing. Yeah, she's, oh, she's, doing, cool. she's doing great things yeah. right now. And yeah, music-wise, um, I just, you it's know, nice I've been Taylor. listening to like crazy people coming up. Like I, I was listening to, the other day to Doja Cat. I don't know if you've... No. No, but we'll check yeah. them out. Him, yeah. she, she, they. Yeah, she's... She. I mean, I've, I've had, a, like, I'm always on SoundCloud, so I discover people and then a few months after, boom, they, they go massive, you know. Good taste. Like this. Maybe, that's, yeah. maybe that's the key, that we need to have yeah. you listen to the music on SoundCloud and yeah. that's how you get discovered. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Or Sango, Sango, I really like Sango. Okay. He does, um, he's got a lot of Brazilian influences and like funky Brasileño cool. and things Wicked. like that. Check that out. Yeah, definitely. If you, so, you're feeling in that mood. summary. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, Wicked. definitely check that out. Um, Brand wise, I'm going to go for a really independent, small little startup thing called Adidas. Oh, um, no, I'm not really. <laughs> no, um, I'm going to go for there's a again, it's not they, they probably don't need a lot of help because they seem like they're doing really well. But um, uh, you should check out a company called P and Co. Uh, and they're like, I think they're based in Birmingham mm-hmm. and they, they're, they're advertising just works on me so much i don't know if it's like the way their photos are edited edited or whatever it is but as soon as i see them come up on instagram and they're up on my instagram all the time because i click on their stuff mm-hmm. all the time um it just gets me some of the some of the quotes and stuff I'm, i don't quite lock into it so there's like about they, they call their, their branding is about the wild ones and it's about people who take like the less trodden path is what they say, I think. So you got That's a lot cool. of people like on motorbikes and stuff like that. Just cool. like I'm not, you know, I don't ride motorbikes, but I bought a hat of theirs and I just wear it all the time. Yeah. It's just the best thing. And I want to buy another hat and, and I keep getting sucked in by their, their uh, <clears throat> little sales and stuff. So yeah. P&Co is my brand. And my artist is um, a girl called Laurel Smith, who I produced and she put her single out two weeks ago, maybe a week ago, and I forgot to mention it on the podcast, so I'm going to mention it now. The single's called Afterthought, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a chill hop thing, so it's kind of summery. Sounds cool. But like she's she's quite dark, so it's summery. It's probably as summery as Laurel will get because uh, she's not that, like a right. singer. <laughs> with um, did she do that? No, not no, not her. Um, different artist. Uh, but yeah, it's like a chill hop. Her chill hoppy thing. So it's like there's the the kind of more relaxed side of her sound. Mm-hmm. so that's out now and she's i think she's 16 17 so she's really you know wow. just starting out so mm. go and check that out on everything and we're going to add all the songs to our new shiny who the fuck is peter guy spotify playlist yeah who is it peter guy yeah. <laughs> he's i'll let george tell this one tell no, no no i won't let george tell this one because he could perjure himself he is a music reviewer <laughs> he <laughs> he's a music reviewer from liverpool who pissed george off once <laughs> Or More than once, or maybe a few times. <laughs> but what makes him a reviewer? Is he? Well, well exactly that. Okay. I don't know. So I don't he's, know he's proclaimed himself. No, I think he used he, he to write for. I think he originally used to write for. Don't you don't know? I don't know. It was a paper that goes around this. So. He, well, start, he started his own website and then started his own company. Well, I didn't know who he was. So. There you go. He's just a name that if you mention it in Liverpool around musicians, everyone sort of has the same response. And I'll kind of leave you to realize what that response is because you probably get the picture but yeah. we're gonna get him on the <laughs> Maybe, show one day yeah <laughs> don't 
but not tell him that we have a segment with his name in it. No, maybe we shouldn't. <laughs> if you do ever invite him on, just don't have me then. No, that's that'd be the whole point. I know, yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> but we'll um, we'll put links to all the brands. We'll put links to all your social media and stuff, Laura. Thank you. So um, much. You can follow her. Is it Marmaid Official on Instagram? Marmaid Studios. Marmaid Studios yeah, on yeah. Instagram. Uh, and you just have a brand new tea out of which is going to be mine very soon. Mm-hmm. So go check that out. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's been great to have you on the show. Thanks very much for agreeing to do it. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. I feel like we could have talked about way, 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 way more. Yeah, definitely. we should. We need a part two sometime. We definitely do. So yeah, let's. And then we can go into Brexit a little bit more then. <laughs> also, I'm going to change the sign off because I, I was feeling inspired by sign off today. Okay. So mm. instead of too much sauce ruins the fries whatever okay balls that up i'm gonna use um life is like a story and you can edit things take things out add things in inspired by that today so it's not as quippy but we'll go with it (laughs) thanks for joining us guys (laughs)